Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Ah, snap! Snapdragon apples are now available. Fuel your game day adventures with Snapdragon apples now available at Wegmans. Snapdragon apples, the official apple of your Buffalo Bills. Let's get back to the phones at 803-0550, the number to get on board. What aspect of the Bills do you believe just needs a little fine-tuning heading into the playoffs? And leading us off in this segment is Kevin in Hamburg. Kevin, what do you got for us? You're on one hey, guys, how are you doing? Um, I, I know you're talking about the Bills game. I want to ask you a college question, if you don't mind, because you're talking about the national championship team, if that's okay. okay. Yeah, yeah. Sure, go ahead. Um, Stetson Bennett's coming out because they asked him last night how you feel about your last game in Georgia career, which means he's probably coming out, otherwise they wouldn't say that. And there's a lot of teams out there that need a good quarterback. But take, for example, the Saints or the Falcons. They didn't stink bad enough to be up there to grit and get the Georgia or the Buckeye dude that everyone wants, Stroud. The Bama dude will probably go to the Texans. And the Levitz guy from Kentucky, I don't know where he'll go. Um, what do you think about Stetson Bennett? He looked pretty good, not just because he killed TCU. What do, you, what do you think about your knowledge of football, uh, your opinion of him? Yeah, I, I think the thing that's working against him, Kevin. I'm going to hang up and let you talk. Yeah, Go yeah, ahead. Yeah, okay. Thanks. Thanks, Kevin. Uh, I think the thing that's working against him, Kevin, is while, as Steve pointed out, he, he's got a live arm, uh, physically, I think you worry about the durability factor. He's barely 190 pounds he's five foot 11 and so durability is a concern just as it is with Bryce Young who's even smaller than him so he's a little taller but he's lighter uh, slight framed Bryce Young so durability is going to be the knock on those guys and that's going to knock you down the draft board a little bit especially when you consider the fact when Tua Tonga-Vailoa came out in the draft people had the same concerns about him now he went fifth overall and the Dolphins have a problem with availability because he's not durable. And with him very much in the public eye in the NFL circles this year because of what happened with all the concussions, I have to believe that that's going to cross the minds of a lot of GMs, even if they are quarterback needy. That's kind of a long way of me saying, I don't know if Stetson Bennett's taken on day one or day two. To me, he's probably a day three guy. Yeah. Um and Bryce Young, while I have a, I told you this, we were talking about this all morning. I have a problem taking quarterbacks who didn't have to fight uphill. Um, now it's not their fault. You got a guy like Stroud at Ohio State. You got Bryce Young at Alabama, and you've got Stetson Bennett at Georgia. Those guys always played with the best offensive linemen, the best defensive linemen, the most talented wideouts, the best running game, the most resources for their program. I mean, the list goes on and on. They, I mean, and, you know, you can say what you want about playing, you know, tough competition, okay, but they were always better physically than the guys they played were at least as good. And I don't see any of those, not a, not a single one of them, as being a guy that could come to this level and 
carry a franchise physically or with their will or with their abilities. Certainly they can come in and be a good player, no question about it. I just don't think they have the physical attributes to be able to carry an offense in the NFL um, with what is expected of a quarterback in this day and age. You've got to be a guy who can bust out of the pocket, get a first down, get, be an athlete. And I know these guys are 20 years old. I mean, you see Stetson Bennett doing that, and with the protections afforded an NFL quarterback, okay. I, I just don't see it. Um, to me, an NFL quarterback looks more like Josh Allen, Justin Herbert, Joe Burrow, Lamar Jackson, Lamar Jackson Tom Brady, or and Aaron Rodgers, too, because those guys are bigger than you might give them credit. They're significantly bigger than the guys we're talking about. Um, it's a tough league, and even Pat Mahomes is significantly bigger. Yep. So, yeah, I I know we're all, and we're kind of in the moment here touting these guys as being something really, really special, and they have had tremendously special college careers and had some given us all some really great moments but college football is not professional football so i think yeah i and i don't know too much about these guys other than other than just watching them on tv so um i could and i'm probably the first guy to tell you i'm wrong but right now you're gonna have to prove me wrong yeah i i just have a hard time seeing Bennett being a better pro player than he is a college player. It's very hard for can, me to get to that place. Think about this. Joe Burrow came out of LSU. It's kind of the same thing, except he's, you know, he's obviously bigger and all that stuff. Um, he came out after throwing for 6,000 yards with a really good team, but they played seven top ten teams in the country yeah, his senior year. Playing in the SEC year, conference. Playing huh? in the SEC, seven top ten opponents, and they beat them all. Right. And he was a re- and his ability to stand there and make the throws. Yeah, it was different. As his career was well, different. You can argue that Bennett and Young both played in that same conference and played a lot of top end teams too. So I get it. Um, I just I, these slight frame guys that can do it in college. I, I just worry about them holding up on a seventeen game schedule in the NFL. And to me, in an ideal world. I see Stetson Bennett probably as a backup in this league that can maybe help you through. He 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 reminds me of like a Gardner Minshew type. You know what I mean? Like yes, and Gardner so. Minshew was a sixth round draft choice, like a Colt McCoy. Um, yeah, you know, one of those guys. I think about Matt Milano's hit on Mike White, who's big. Yeah, he's tall. And think about him hitting somebody that weighs twenty pounds or yeah. fit twenty five pounds. Stetson less. Bennett might have landed in the end zone on that hit. He wouldn't have gotten up. Yeah. You got to. Th- I don't know. I mean, I, we're transposing all this, but unless the guy's so sharp that he never ever has anybody get a free shot on him, you're gonna, somebody's going to get a free shot on him. Yeah, and it's and it's hard to and it hurts, man. I mean, it's uh, you know, ask Tua. He knows, and all these guys, they all know. Josh right. too. Yeah, it's so <laughs> I'm. I, it's nobody can predict the future. Nobody can predict how good anybody can can be. But there's been one quarterback who came out of college ever who was 6'1 or less and couldn't run a 4.5 second 40 who was successful. Only one, and it was Drew Brees. Only one. In all of football history, he's the only guy that was 6'1 or less and couldn't run fast 
who has who's been it. Um, so unless one of these guys like Stetson Bennett and or Bryce Young or Stroud can run a, that fast, the, the the statistics say it ain't going to happen. Yeah. Let's go to the tweet sheet where we've been asking you what aspect of the Bills do you believe needs a little fine-tuning for the playoffs. Tweet sheet, as always, brought to you by Corrigan Moving Systems, the official equipment moving company of the Buffalo Bills. And Vinny leads us off and says, secondary. Coaching needs to have them play more man and less off coverage. Also, the offensive line needs to block better for Allen. We saw some man coverage calls by Leslie Frazier last week. Kyrie Elam was in a bunch of them when he was in the, on the field as he and Dane Jackson continued to platoon at the cornerback spot opposite Tredavious White. It's going to be very interesting to see if Christian Benford is worked back into that rotation at all. Because um, uh, when he was healthy at the beginning of the season, he was rotating in. Uh, he actually started. Now that I think about it, because Tredavious White wasn't back yet, he started opposite Dane Jackson week one. Right. And then Kair got on the field and rotated in. But it'll be interesting to see where he fits in that puzzle, assuming he's, you know, now that he's had a week of practice, this will be a second week of practice. So does he factor in after being inactive last week? That That's one that I'll be keeping an eye on for sure. Yeah, the more the merrier back there. You know, you need guys who can really yeah, go. Depth, yeah. And Benford, let's face it, Benford was starting corner on on the field week one and be, had a couple of injuries. Had the uh, hand injury and then he had the oblique injury. So it's been a rough year for him, but that's the guy who earned the spot. So I know that Kyrie Elam has made some strides and even self-admittedly said, now, now I'm at a point now where I can just kind of play. Uh, yeah, that's going to be a really interesting secondary to watch and see how it transforms now with Tredavious in the mix along with Benford and Elam and Dane Jackson and Ty and Taron Johnson. Offensive line needs to block better for Allen, says Vinny. I mean, I you can always improve your protection. I get it. Um, Jalen Phillips will be a handful. Melvin Ingram is a guy that gives Deion Dawkins fits sometimes. So those two guys are points of emphasis in pass pro obviously Bradley Chubb if he's motivated could be a problem so too could Christian Wilkins on the inside so there will be guys to contend with this week against the Dolphins for sure I will say the offensive line has done a good job of clearing holes in the run game last week was the first time all season that they did not run for 100 yards. They had been the only team that had 100 yards rushing or more in every game this season up until last <clears> Sunday, <throat> and part of it was because they didn't run it as much. Well, here's the thing. Think, yeah, they didn't run as much. Plus, they had two long plays for touchdowns where they yeah, weren't going to run lost anymore. two possessions. And then they lost two possessions because they had two long TD returns in the kickoff. So they ran out of opportunities to hand it off. Yeah. Otherwise, they were certainly were going to get 100 yards in that game. So um, they're still – a formidable team to defend the run against, mostly because of Josh. And people discount that. And I'll say it again. I've been harping on this for a couple of weeks now. <laughs> they still got to defend it if Josh is running the ball. Right. They still got to they got to step up and have a plan for it because he can hand it off or keep it himself. And whether you discount that their running game as a total because of that, you can if you want, but you're not the one defending it. The, the Dolphins have to. Jerry on the tweet sheet says, D-line, specifically defending the run, 
If they can't get to the quarterback and stop the run, they may be one and done. Um, that might be a little extreme, Jerry, but I understand well, no, where you're coming from. That's I true. Mean, if they can't do it, they would, but they they haven't fallen on their face yet this year. I mean, it's not yeah. like the concern obviously is that Miami ran for 188 the last time they played them. Now Buffalo lost. Buffalo still won the game, but you have to believe that the Bills are going to be preparing for a similar approach, at least in some way, shape, or form, with the run game for Miami. Now, if Raheem Mostert is out of the equation, I'm not saying it makes it easier, but it does make it different. Jerry Wilson, I'm gonna, I got to look this up because for some reason, I, I believe he was injured the last time the Bills played them, and he didn't play. I think he had a hip injury and was inactive for the December 18th game. So now it looks like they're going to have Wilson, but they may not have Mostert. And, and Wilson's an athlete, too. Taller, longer guy, uh, big-time strider. You get him in the open field, he's tough to keep up with. Uh, so, yeah, they'll, they'll have to shore up the run game, uh, the run front. Sure. Uh, I'm not debating that for a second. But not getting to the quarterback and not stopping the run, we've rarely seen this Bills defense be deficient in both at the same time in the same game. That's the only right. reason why I felt it was a little bit of a stretch. Uh, from TJA, people saying defense in the comments, but they've been really solid all season. So for me, if special teams turns up again, it's about limiting the turnovers on offense. Allen will need to just be a bit more savvy with his throws over the middle, and he will definitely be using his legs. And that's a wise approach, especially if Miami's going to decide to play some man coverage. Everybody's back is turned. You don't have anybody open. And you can get past the line of scrimmage. See you later. Jo Josh could have a big day on the ground, which he has had before against Miami. You know, he's had 95, 101 yards rushing earlier in his career against Miami, and I don't think he would hesitate for a second to do that if the opportunity presents itself. And I've forgotten, too, Armando Salguero brought it up. Remember, this is – I forgot. This was the play that Josh – it was a catastrophe. Josh ran the clock oh, out of end of the half. At the end of the half. Oh, no, we're not going to get any points. Oh, it's a touchdown. Yeah. Um, I forgot about that. Yeah, because the rule of thumb is throw it away so you can at least kick a field goal, and he's just like, well, how about I throw it in the end zone and score a touchdown instead? With zeros on the clock. Um, there were zeros on the clock for about two seconds before he <laughs> threw the ball. It wasn't even close. It was going to be catastrophic. But he did it, and that's the way it goes. So you live with that a little bit with Josh. We've, we've learned to do that. But this is a game, too, that it's going to be different than the first two games. Maybe we don't know exactly how it's going to be different, except that Mostert's not going to be in there. He ran, he ran for a bunch against them the last time no. in Week 15 up here. He's probably not going to go with a busted thumb. And the secondary of the Bills looks like, you know, they're going to get Benford back maybe. And, you know, they're going to have Jaquan in there as well at safety. Dean Marlowe probably. Or Dean Marlowe probably. Um, so their secondary is still a little bit in flux, but the Bills – front set six and seven should be intact and they're going to have a better plan than they did four weeks ago for stopping the run we'll see if they can get it done I, this is it it'll be interesting to see how uh how they come out not only on that side of the ball but also offensively yeah we're going to take a break here when we come back some final thoughts on the tweet sheet before we wrap it up for a tuesday edition of one bills live presented by collida health it's buffalo bills radio you could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. 
Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.